Hi everyone, I'm Annabelle, and you're listening to Love and Audio Diary, where I unpack a lesson on love from my week. Grateful to have you listening. Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast. And today I wanted to do something a bit different. I actually wanted to read aloud from a diary entry that I had written sometime last year when I was going through old blog posts from when I was 13, 14. So I used to keep a blog, a WordPress, when WordPress was still cool. A couple of friends and I had a had blogs and it was basically us 13-year-olds venting about just life and being emo. But I kind of just pulled out a lot of the posts from there and going through it kind of brought up a lot of memories and also just made me reflect on the person that I had become. So I wrote this current, you know, this current diary entry sometime last year after going through those posts and it still resonates a lot with me today. It's been a couple months, but it still rings very true. It's something I'm just going to read out loud and I hope you enjoy it. from random blog posts in April 2014 when I was 15 years old. Quote, Fabricating memories in my head and I cannot tell true from untrue. End quote. Close to nine years later, I am 24 and still learning to discern what's rose-tinted and what's not. I look back to my writing as an early teen and observed the bubbling inadequacies I felt from needing to prove myself and striving to be chosen. Chosen in every sense of the word, for the debate team, for being top in the year, by my childhood crushes, the list goes on. And the self-deprecating feeling of not being chosen was something that I got off on. I lived on it. I poured words and emotion into this feeling because I could always prove myself right. I was not good enough to be chosen. After a bad breakup at 19, I grew up. I soon realized that, hey... With the right amount of fluttery eyes and charm, I could have my pick of the lot. I became obsessed with having it all. I threw myself into recognition and career, whilst flitting from guy to guy, seriously or unseriously. I wanted to show others that I could make it. By others, to this day, I don't know who this refers to. Perhaps others in what I observed of the world. It gave me a sense of control that I could control others' opinions of myself in a way that was fun, flirty, and still erudite, confident. It gave me power. This power masked a lot of guilt, shame, and pain. I took control of my sexual desires because if I couldn't sustain a long-term relationship, I knew I could always have this feeling. And better yet, I could give it to myself without anyone's hand in it and anyone who will never disappoint. But in truth, I had disappointed myself all the while. When I was 22, I got reintroduced to Jesus Christ. I had only known him from the pulpit, someone who I could pour my wants and needs out to like a genie and pray for the best. If my wishes didn't come true, I saw it as punishment, another mark of being not good enough. I would move on, only to come to his feet again if I needed something. It wasn't all bad. 
I found a strong community who I could be with in London and Singapore. People who I could do life with and celebrate the big moments. But in reality, I did not have a relationship with Jesus. Or rather, I did not know what it was like to be in relationship. All along, it felt like I was following and being led by an all-knowing distant uncle through the crowd of life, trailing at coattails while cruising through the din. Kind of like those tour guides you see at famous landmarks with the bright red flags and a group which bumbles along. As I've journeyed past these two years, it's become apparent that doing life with Jesus is not like keeping up with a distant tour guide and craning to hear what he has to say about a rare vase to ease the boredom. But rather, doing life with Jesus is akin to holding hands with someone who makes your heart warm, like sitting on your father's shoulders on a field as a child, like the embrace of someone who knows you and sees you truly, better than yourself. For the past two years, I've grappled with the notion of truth versus lie, love versus fear. To be honest, I'm still figuring those things out. What I've encountered is that through persistent prayer, every day I get closer to truth. Some days are tougher than others, and I can get the order jumbled up momentarily. How I know is when my head starts to ache and I panic. When this happens... I've learned to check my heart, say a prayer with palms open wide, and get on with the day. I'm learning to hold things loosely, to not jump to the worst possible conclusions with fear of getting hurt, and to let go of control. You know that oft-used phrase, trust your heart, which you see plastered on social media? Whilst well-meaning, I've learned that the heart is weak and often sinful. It wants many things and settles on few. What I've learned to trust is the certainty of the Father, that feeling of warmth when I know He is near speaking. When my heart is overcome with stillness, joy and love, I know that that is what I can trust. So far, I don't have the answers for many things, but I do know that my spirit is being renewed day by day in pursuit of a love beyond my wildest imagination. So I hope you enjoyed me reading aloud this very vulnerable, very raw diary entry. Uh, I'm honestly trying out new formats, so any feedback would be amazing. Or if not, please share this podcast with a friend and tell them you love them. Thank you for listening and I'm grateful to have you here. <laughs>